What's up, Aggie Radio? You're listening to 92.3 KBLU LP Logan. And for all you listeners out here, we have a special guest with us today. We have Blake Moore. And um, I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself before I do so. So we'll go ahead and start with that. Blake, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I would love to. I've got a whole bio on my website. You can read that. I'll just mention a couple things. So it was elected into Congress, so I'm in my first term. So I served the Utah's first district, which, you know, the heart of it here is in, in Logan area, uh, but it extends all the way from, from Hill Air Force Base up to, up, up to Cache Valley and then heads the eastern part of the state, Morgan and the Wasatch Back Summit all the way out to Vernal area. Anyway, so I've loved, it's, been a, it's been a fascinating first year of Congress, and um, we're kind of just starting the second year of the first term. So uh, let's talk about the glory days, I guess. 98, the fall of 98 was when I, you know, redshirted my my freshman football season up here, played under Dave Arslanian, and um, and I had to I had to keep Spencer Nelson in line. I, I'm sure no one actually remembers who he is. Apparently he played basketball a while ago. Potentially, somebody told me he made it into the Hall of Fame, but and I think that's disputed. Uh, he's a, we were roommates at Snow Hall, um, 406. So. Whoever's out there, I'm sure Snow Hall's you know representing well on the show today. Love my freshman year out here. Um, think about it all. Think about it all the time, and such an amazing camp, campus and community. Awesome, yeah. So that kind of le- leads into my very first question. I was going to say, I know that you're a former quarterback at USU. So, what does it mean to you to be back here on campus? And I mean, do you make it a priority to come back every once in a while? Yeah, we're doing a little town hall tonight, and it's not my first. So we we spend a lot of time in Logan. It's a it's a key part of the district, and a lot of amazing people and companies up here. Look, like I said, I was here what twenty some odd years ago, ninety eight, twenty four years ago. Um, Logan has always been an amazing community with a close-knit connection. Um, sports is always an important thing, but U- Utah State drives a lot of the uh, a lot of the kind of greatness of this community. But what's what you're seeing is a, you know, twenty twenty four years later, there is amazing like uh, companies here, an amazing economy, a low. A, a low unemployment, really unique opportunities that you get to, that you can work in, even as a student to go internship with some of the, some of the awesome, um, industry that's up here. Uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't have like a Maloof company when, when I went to school here, those opportunities have come up over the last 20 years and it's definitely something to, to, uh, highlight and how neat it is. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I definitely love Logan. <laughs> um, so after college, after leaving here, what kind of got you into the political scene? And how have those experiences gotten you to where you are now? You know, so I speak a second language, I speak Korean. And a few months after I graduated, I I went to go and went to go work in the intelligence and diplomatic community um, back in Washington, lived in Southeast Asia had an amazing first half of my career. And we had a baby. Um, it was like 2012. We were in Washington, D.C., and I was going to – there was a couple options on the table. One was my next tour in Manila or Phnom Penh, Cambodia. And I had this job, a uh, consulting offer from a company in Salt Lake City. Um, having just delivered our first boy, having just moved back from Southeast Asia, my wife looked at me and she's like, you know, I really like that third option. Let's head back to Utah. So I left that for a little while and worked in, in management consulting. 
best best professional experience I ever had, right? Like fast-paced, a lot of different industries, a lot of good social impact work that we did. Um, and after that, I just all of a sudden, it was about, it was, I can still remember, it was January 2020, pandemic hadn't hit yet. And somebody suggested to me, you know, with your background and the importance of like Hill Air Force Base and things of the first district, you know, played football up in Logan, you're born in Ogden, like, you should run for Congress. And I'm like, you're nuts. Like, I'm 39 years old. I have a young family. That's that's probably not something, yeah, you got to plan for a long time for that. And the, the, the election's right around the corner. That was the best part about it. I just jumped in, you know, a couple weeks, my wife and I made the decision. She remember, I remember she said to me, she said, look, if you win, which I don't think you will, you can't give me a hard time about any babysitting help that I get. I'm going to be firing out a lot of Venmos to a lot of different nannies if you end up in Washington, D.C. for half the month. And I, I looked at her and I go, you know, that's pretty good terms. So the deal, I'll take that deal and I'll run for Congress. And we ended up, uh, we ended up, we had a positive, good, strong message. Um, I think that people liked the fact that I was a little bit younger and could relate a little bit. And, you know, I'm really worried about things. I'm really worried about our debt. I'm really worried about things like that, that, that will impact my kids' lives. And, uh, so trying to kind of keep that as a grounding focus and, and, had a really, really good first year, a lot of success in, in some of the legislative work we were doing, and we'll just keep at it, go from there. It's been a crazy year, though. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you've said you had a great first year, and you feel like you've been kind of successful, and you still have kids in this busy life, so why are you reelecting if you are on this high note and you still have this busy schedule? What is motivating you for reelection? Well, there's lots. There's a lot to be done. Like for example, I when I when I decided to run, I made it very clear that I wanted to be a part of the reversal of debt culture in Washington, and you know we're starting my approach for that and how I can influence others within my party, within the Democrat Party, to grab a hold of you know we've we've got to get a part of that. I can't can't accomplish that in one term. Um, we just became we just got a leadership opportunity on my current committee. And I want to continue to, you know, develop those leadership opportunities. It's really, you know, helpful for the first district. But, but practically speaking, um, you know, Hill Air Force Base needs strong advocacy within our federal government. I work on uh, public land issues and things that are related to uh, multiple use with with work that's done in our Natural Resources Committee. So I have important committee assignments, and I want to keep progressing and making sure that we can implement good, strong. Uh, policy changes. So, you know, I don't know how long this is. I don't know how, what this is going to be. I never made that determination when I ran. Two years is definitely not enough to accomplish what I would like to see. And we're going to we're gonna go for re-election here and see what comes out of it. Should be in a good spot. Yeah, and I know that on your website you have a list of accomplishments that you have um, kind of succeeded in doing in this past year, including 125 co-sponsored bills, 90 committee hearings, nine introduced bills, um, some of these things. So what goals and hopes do you have for this year? You know, I, I joke about this, and this will sound a little bit uh, maybe eh, – competition's fun. I've always been a competitive guy, and I get along really well with a lot of my freshman colleagues. I have the burden of having a lot of legislation passed through um, – through our committee, and uh, I want to make sure that gets done through the House floor. Others don't have that burden because they didn't really get much done, but hey, you know, that's just me taking a little shot at some of my buddies and some of my colleagues on committee. We've got, in the second half of this term, 
we've gotten things through committee and we want to make sure that we can get it through, get a House vote, a House vote on it. And then there's many of these things that are co-sponsored in the Senate too and, and work on getting that done on the comparable side of, uh, of that. It's not easy to get things through um, there and it shouldn't be, but uh, we want to work on that. Uh, I, I do want to advance a lot of my ideas about how we go about addressing our debt issues. And so we'll be, we're focusing a lot on that for the next few months um, and continue to provide really you know, good, solid constituent service, uh, be available and accessible to, to people with certain needs. And a lot of times people reach out to their member of Congress, their representative for you know all of the navigating those federal agencies, the State Department's way backlog, IRS, getting, uh, like, that's kind of, th- those are actually a lot of things that take up a lot, that, that we do a lot of good work on, too. So, lots to accomplish. Um, plus, we were successful last year. The Republicans haven't won the congressional baseball game for several years. Uh, this last summer, we we did. Um, and, we were, you know, Cong- the Republican Party back there is a little bit younger now, so that helped, and we want to make sure that we have another second successful year. That game's in, in July, so we'd be remiss not to mention the importance of, of beating the Democrats again in that game. It's a really fun bipartisan event that, that takes place. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a competitive person, so I, I can relate to that. Um, so what do you think your most important responsibility is as someone in power who is representing others and kind of being a voice for other people you know what you're seeing a lot right now and i would love to talk to a lot of the students i may even bring some of this up tonight what you're seeing with your elected representatives in congress there's a there's a desire to be famous you want to say something bombastic on twitter uh, to get a bunch of attention i think my responsibility is to be a legislator go back there and be an elected representative that people that regardless of what your I, I, ideas and views are, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I have the way I view our country should go forward with certain policy decisions, and I'm going to take stands. You may or may disagree with me, but I also view that it's a, my responsibility to show up, explain the context, and, and share with people what, why I would vote a certain way and things like that. So it's, um, I found a lot of value in that, and I, I, and I do feel like I'm building bridges with people because what you experience on cable news or editorialized news or some, some disingenuous media outlets, right? And they come from the right and the left, and, and uh, I feel like it's uh, something that I need to make sure I do is be able to communicate clearly what the reality is and what the, the real context is and, and, and not let people be just led astray onto because that's their media oftentimes their desire is to cause discord. That's how they generate revenue. The more clicks they get, the more revenue they get, the more bombastic and obnoxious some of this 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 becomes. It's just not good for the country in general. And and I and I hope to be a voice of reason in a lot of that that turmoil. Great. Um, so I'm currently taking a leadership class right now, and in that class we've learned a lot about having empathy for others and even creating like a safe environment where people can trust you and feel like you're listening to them and that their voice is heard. So do you think that you've done that, and how do you plan to get better at that? Yeah, we would first implement it on our team. Um, so we have open communication. You know, As I, as I joined Congress, I found out a little bit that 
you know, as you talk to veterans or and people that have been around for a little while, they're like, oh, there's always this drama between the district office and the the, the, the DC office. You know, you you run two different offices. There's two. They're 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 very different in function, but as long as you can make sure that that salt that 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 same purpose is, exists between both of them, that you're always moving in the right direction. Um, that's important. You have to communicate. Um, you have to treat people with respect. And I do that even when I disagree policy-wise with uh, my Democrat colleagues. And even I dis- you know, I disagree oftentimes with some of my Republican colleagues, whether it's on committee. And, and uh, just maintain civility and treat people with respect. And ultimately, that will always be a more positive way to approach, approach these issues. Awesome. And I know that you have other places to be, so I'll make this my last question. It's the hardest one. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Aggie ice cream flavor? Well, I just hit the Space Dynamics Lab and they had, it was like to the moon or something like that. I can't remember what it was, little bits of chocolate. It, was, it looked like it was outer space, which is pretty cool because that's, I, they like to stay sort of, on their their own they don't like to broadcast themselves too much but you have a real gem in, in work like space dynamics lab really talented workforce that goes over there that's pretty neat so um but and i gotta i i it was the um it's cookies and cream like it's straightforward like just stick to the basics and it's, it's it'll always get me where i need to get to so the best is when you're at the Aggie game and they uh, the football game and they just bring out all it's a whole bat of it and you're like well i'll try a couple of these they're small enough I like it. I I think my favorite's just chocolate. So I understand the stick to the basics. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview and come on the air. I'm sure all of our listeners love it as well. Thank you so much. Thank you.